The Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Thanks to Collier's Rural and Agribusiness. Profit from the best advice. Collier'sRural.co.nz wine on the show as we always do on a Thursday morning and catch up with uh, Michael Cooper. Morning Michael. Good morning Brian. Hope you're well. All is well indeed apart from Auckland's you know, completely <laughs> rubbishy weather but if you stay inside you're okay. Absolutely well you've got the best job sitting inside sipping wine. Something a little different this week you've received a, a, a book and you want to talk about it and the book is called How We Sipped, Danced and Stumbled Our Way to Civilization. Tell me about this book. Well, actually, the, the main title is what you've read out, How We Sipped, Danced and Stumbled Our Way to Civilization." That's the subtitle. The actual title is something that probably will make listeners um, sit up. It's, the title is Drunk. Oh, really? And I've mentioned this to a few of my wine aficionado friends, and they sort of, they sort of look at me you know, with a question mark in their eyes. Um, but the fact of the matter is, you know, 80% of New Zealand adults drink alcoholic beverages, you know, whether it's beer or wine or spirits, you know, 80% of us enjoy a glass or two. Right. And there's this fascinating book that's been brought together by Edward Slingerland. He's a professor of philosophy um, at the University of British Columbia. And he's really, what he's done, he's explored so many different areas of research, history, anthropology, literature, genetics, um, social psychology, uh, neuroscience, you name it. Mm. And, and he points out that people's enjoyment of alcoholic beverages has actually played a crucial role in the rise of civilization. And, and well, you could say, how has it done that? And he highlights things like alleviating stress and building trust. Um, he points out that, that the sheer pleasure of having um, a glass of beer or wine um, is a key part of the appeal, but it, but he, he underlines that you know it's socially acceptable to talk about things like fine wines or micro micro brewed beer or designer cannabis, but he says we're uncomfortable talking about the fact that we simply have a need for pleasure for its own sake, and that people use a beer or a glass of wine to free what he calls the harshness. Of everyday life. In other words, we work long days at jobs that are often boring. We endure tedious meetings or, you know, um, life is not constantly exciting. So people look forward to a glass or two on occasion. Um, He uh, he amused me. He said that he quickly recognises the danger of excessive consumption, which he says, um, if you drink too much too fast, it quickly leads to, quote, slurred speech, violent (laughs) arguments, more than expressions of love, inappropriate touching, or even karaoke. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and, but there are two things that he is particularly worried about, and that is, number one, distilled liquors like gin and vodka. Gin and vodka. He says because the thing is that those distilled liquors can get people very drunk very fast. He's also worried about the rise in solitary drinking at home. Because, you know, when people are drinking in a group, you know, they're um, being monitored by their 
friends and sure. family and those they're drinking with. And so that tends to sort of make people a lot more cautious in how they enjoy alcoholic beverages. There was a key study that came out in Lancet magazine back in 2018. They looked at the supposed health benefits of um, alcoholic beverages, and the conclusion was that the only safe level, uh, the only safe level of alcohol consumption was zero. Oh. So that got everybody all very excited. <laughs> and some people pointed out that actually we do all sorts of things that aren't necessarily good for us, but we do them because they're fun. And then you got a professor at Cambridge University. He's professor for the public understanding of risk. And he pointed out that the data for moderate drinking in that Lancet study showed a very low level of harm. And that given the pleasure presumably associated with moderate drinking, to say there was no safe level didn't seem like an argument for extension. He said, quote, come to think of it, there's no safe level of living. No. Nobody, nobody would recommend extension. <laughs> and just to sum up, I really like, um, he highlights an anthropology study that looked at the bonding effect of pub culture in the UK. And I've seen this myself, you know, visiting a friend in um, the suburbs of London, where people just stroll down to the pub in the yes. evening. And, and this study found that the people who often go to their neighbourhood pub, compared to people who never drank, those at the pub, quote, had more close friends, felt happier, were more, were more satisfied with their lives, more embedded in their local community, and more trusting of, of those around them. And well, so the yeah. conclusion was, if you take all things into account, including the possibility of liver damage or calories, a spot of social drinking is good for you. Thank you. I'm encouraged by that one. All right, so what are we going to have as a little social drink this week? Well, um, my pick of the week is from a really well-known Nelson winery, Seyfried, who they've been there since, what, the early 70s, first significant winery in Nelson, um, Herman and Agnes Seyfried. And their Seyfried Nelson Chardonnay 2020 offers excellent value at 19.95. It's been barrel aged. It's a stylish wine. It's developing well, so it's now what three years old. It's full bodied. It's got fresh, ripe peachy flavours. They've got very good complexity and depth. It's drinking well now, or you can cellar it. Seyfried Nelson Chardonnay 2020. Um, $19.95. A great buy. Yeah, that's good value. Michael, lovely to chat. Must go and have a look at that book, actually. Uh, simply called What Drunk? <laughs> yes, yeah, quite a provocative title.